Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I have Jalen Warren here at number 13. He's simply a stash right now. Najee Harris, he's been ineffective. Warren has eaten into Harris's work a little bit. And he looks better than Harris, and his numbers yeah. are better than Harris after contact and all that. Um, but you know, just in case that uh, you know Harris gets hurt, Jalen Warren, another another three down potential every down running back. He's one of the few potential every down handcuffs that is still widely available on waiver wire. So like if guys like Rashad White not available, you know, um, you know guys like that. Obviously, you know, if you could, if you, obviously a lot of yeah. people are going to try to get Kenneth Walker this week, but. I think Warren is somebody that could potentially pay off for you later down down the line if Najee Harris would ever miss a game or, or whatever the case may be. So he should be stashed on your bench so you don't have to empty your bag on him if Najee ends up getting banged up. Yeah, it's not even that you have to, with Jalen Warren, it's not that you have to wait for Najee to get injured or anything because, you know, this was a negative game script game from the beginning and Jalen Warren outproduced Najee Harris. Um, we could see more Jalen Warren moving forward if Najee Harris continues to be as inefficient as he is. You know, I don't think that they're going to just keep handing the ball to Najee Harris if he's getting two yards of carry um, in this game, which he, which is what he got against the Bills. And granted, it's a Bills defense. They're very good. And it was in Buffalo. But if Najee Harris continues to underperform like he has been, um, we could see more Jalen Warren. And he could start to have a little standalone value, um, at least more than we you know thought he would heading into the season. I think that this is a really good stash. If you miss out on the big name guys on the waiver wire this week, um, and you want to load up for later, Jalen Warren is a nice pickup. It's just the traditional Steelers every down handcuff every single oh, yeah. year. It's somebody. Um, actually, over the past couple of years, you know, we didn't really know who it was going to be, but this year it's pretty clear that it's going to be Jalen Warren. He looks like yeah. a good player. He yeah, does. No, I, yeah. I, would, I would be very interested to see like what he can do with some opportunity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wanda Robinson at number 14. Uh, the Giants have nobody. At wide receiver, it seems like Wandell will be returning soon. Uh, maybe this week, maybe next week, but at some point, whenever he does return, he might be walking into a ton of opportunity. Kadarius Tony injured his second hamstring, uh, and if he had a third hamstring, he might have injured that as well. So just yeah. make sure that you know, Wandell Robinson is one of those guys who has upside, and he's widely available in leagues. Um, he could potentially like I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he's getting ten targets, you know, out of the slot. You know, from Daniel yeah. Jones, I would not be surprised if that happens. So, he's a little bit of a stash. If you can't, you know, you might not want to play him in his first game back, um, and that might end up happening because he did practice last week. He was like kind of close. I would say he might have been like seventy percent there. So it's possible that he ends up playing in in week six. Yeah, and we kind of talked about Wondell Robinson over the offseason. You know, the course of the offseason, off saying that he could have a role even with Kadarius Tony playing, even with all the other receivers playing. So he could be walking in a receiver room that's devoid of weapons and he could really be a go-to guy i think for these next few weeks if he plays um i was a big fan of wando robinson you know the whole offseason because of that volume that he could end up getting and i think he's really quarterback friendly and with daniel jones a quarterback looking to get the ball out fast i think that you know he he could have some really good value and be an every week flex um with upside yeah and, and you know Corey davis if you need somebody to play like plug in your lineup through these bye weeks if you need some help 
Davis, you know, he's leading the Jets in receiving. Um, he has three games above 74 receiving yards. So I think he's a decent bye week fill-in over the next couple of weeks. And this is going to be a theme over the over, from now until, you know, week 11, week 12, whenever. Actually, no, the last bye week is in week 13. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. the Colts and Jonathan Taylor are on bye week 13. Um, so Michael Pittman will be on bye that week as well. Alec Pierce, those guys. So, you know, from now up until the end of the year, we're going to be talking about these bye week fill-ins. And, you know, these are the guys that you're going to have to pay attention to on the wave wire. Corey Davis like is like the epitome of that type of fill-in, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It's the least wonderful time of year when these bye weeks start coming in because then there's a lot of <laughs> roster shuffling that goes around. It, yep. it, you know, the first five weeks you spend, if your team doesn't get injured, you're good. But then suddenly your studs start falling out of your lineup for no reason. It's just it's a real pain. But Corey Davis could be a good guy. And he's serving almost the same role that he had last season. Um, you know, he his upside isn't necessarily there, but he can be a solid starter for you week in, week out if he gets enough targets. And he has quiet games. And that's what you expect, you know, from somebody that's filling in for you on by. But I, I like Corey Davis. Uh, he's a good receiver. Even when he was in Tennessee, you know, he was a good receiver. Um, so there's no reason not to start him. He's on a good offense, a suddenly good Jets offense. At least it's, it looks like so far because Brees Hall is the engine there. Um, it's opened up a lot, even for Zach Wilson in the passing game. Zach and I are playing each other uh, in a league called the only league that matters. <laughs> and he was just talking about losing guys on bye. He, he's he's going to have Devonta Adams on bye this week against me. So And DeAndre Swift. Uh, like, you don't understand uh, DeAndre Swift as well. Listen, man, like, you don't understand how happy that makes me feel. <laughs> like, it makes me go into the week so happy. Now, you get, you get a free if win. I get, if I get my ass kicked, if I get my ass kicked, and if I lose, it's going to feel way worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I got I to gotta come through. I have nobody on by this week. But I, I, I'm hoping Keenan Allen can finally come back. That's what I'm hoping for in that league. Because I, I, I scraped by the past couple of weeks without Keenan Allen, got some Ws, but still, like, I need him back. Yeah. Anyway, he was pretty, uh, he was pretty loud about, uh, about how his Chargers, the decisions the Chargers were making in this game. Yeah, right, in this he was. Game. <laughs> He was he was kind of loud about it, so it's interesting. His head coach is probably going to have some words with Keenan Allen, like, "Hey, dude, like, let's not double, let's not like, you know, try to like put those decisions out in the open." Okay, please. Yeah. Um, and I also don't want them to suspend him for a game, also. So, um, jo- so let's see, Josh Kelly, I have him at number sixteen. Like, this could flip flop back and forth right now, right? But like, as of right now, it looks like Kelly is Eckler's backup. Like, I feel like we play this game every single year. Oh, yeah. Who's Eckler's backup? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, but 59% of snaps for Eckler, 38% of Ke- for Kelly, and then 3% for Michelle. So take that for what you will. As of right now, if you said, oh, Eckler's out, who am I going to play? It's probably going to be Josh Kelly. Yeah. It has to be Josh Kelly. You know, his, his skill set is much closer to Austin Eckler than Sonny Michelle's is. And it doesn't seem like the Chargers are terribly interested, interested in using Michelle in any type of fantasy relevant way although well it's it's crazy because like <laughs> i feel like the only snaps he came in for was those goal line snaps he had two goal line snaps this past week which was like why like just leave him off the field dude. Like, right what's the point of this but like, is that the only reason why you're keeping him active so this, so you can put him in on the goal lines like come on also scored 20 touchdowns last year yeah be fine yeah, you don't need another goal line guy. You have Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler does it all. Um, I think Kelly would be fine too. Uh, Kelly's a yeah. You know, that's a, what I'm a, saying. A back, he'll be all Josh, right. Josh Kelly, he looked good. You know, even though the workload wasn't necessarily um, the same as Eckler's. You know, he still produced very well. Um, yeah. It's a the 
that at, at the end of the day, it's a good Chargers offense, and anybody can produce. Um, Josh Kelly had a good week this week. I wouldn't rely on him, you know, as a weekly starter. Um, but if you need him to fill in, you know, like we talk about with these bye weeks, Josh Kelly could be the guy if you can't get anybody else. Like I might be in that situation <laughs> this week. We'll see how That's it goes. True. That's true. So That's Josh true. Kelly, I, you know, desperate play. He could end up producing for you in a decent hundred percent, hundred percent. I should have left him off this list. Going into the number 17, we got Gus Edwards uh, as a stash here. Uh, Edwards started to practice last week, so he can be back uh, within the next couple weeks. Uh, since we know that J.K. Dobbins is going to split time, we talked about this yesterday, regardless of who the running back is behind him, Kenyon Drake, who cares? Mike Davis, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, um, I always forget Justice Hill's name. Like, I don't know why. Like, it doesn't roll off. Like, it doesn't like, there's no like permanent space for Justice Hill in, right, like, in right. my brain for some reason. Um, <laughs> but whether it's him, like, he'll get touches. And like, why, why did Kenyon Drake out snap, you know what I'm saying, J.K. Dobbins? Like, it makes no sense to me. I have, I don't understand. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. But anyway, when Gus Edwards ends up coming back, he's going to have that role, uh, 1A, 1B type of situation. You're not gonna know. You're not gonna know who the one A one B is. You would assume that it's J.K. Dobbins, but who knows? Yeah. But yeah, he should be stashed at this point. You'd assume it's J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards when they come back, but it seems like Baltimore is pretty keen on using the guys that they picked up from, you know, waivers and just added <laughs> randomly from who knows where, trying to revive Kenyon Drake's career. They saw what he did. In, what was it? Was it Arizona? Where he was Arizona? Really good yeah, a couple days. Um, yeah. So maybe they're just trying to revive that career. But um, yeah, Gus Edwards. You know, he was supposed to be the RB1 for the Ravens last year when J.K. Dobbins went down, and then he also went down with an injury. Um, I, th- I think they like Gus Edwards. I don't think that they're going to uh, sit him behind Kenyon Drake when he comes no, back. No, 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 no. It's going to be the 1A, 1B between J.K. and, and Dobbins. I'm, I'm sorry, J.K. and Gus. It's just a matter yeah. of like, you know, you never know. Like one week it could be Gus. One week it could be J.K. You just kind of don't know what's, what's going to happen there. Right. Uh, but J.K. obviously has the upper hand at this point just because of the fact that he's been back. And it's interesting because he had a worse injury than, than Edwards did in terms of like, you know, uh, he tore his like a bunch of other stuff besides the ACL. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Edwards did, if I'm not mistaken. But I ain't no doctor. I don't know. Maybe his maybe maybe there's the rehab didn't go as well. Also, you know, JK probably has some more uh, money to spend when it comes to like rehab and stuff like that. Right. Think about that. Yeah. Right. Over the offseason, he probably right. has more resources than um, than Gus. But yeah, interesting mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Hunter Henry at number 18 here. Uh, John Lewis Smith was out last week. Hunter Henry ended up being a full-time player. He was on the field for like every single snap. If Smith is out again this week and you need a tight end and Taysom Hill's not available, I would go Henry this week. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say about Hunter Henry. You know, it, it yeah. was a decent <laughs> week. This is just the tight end, you know, carousel. Um, we're not sure who's going to be performing well. This is just one good week. Um, I wouldn't rely on that on a weekly basis but if no. you need someone to fill in a tight end you know maybe he has a little momentum moving forward but tight end yeah it's, it's really it's about him playing every snap and he's running every route and we don't have that many tight ends doing that so if you need a tight end just just grab him and put him in your lineup he'll give you yeah. a zero maybe i don't know uh latavius murray at number 19 we talked about him already uh as a potential stash just in case you know they actually added him for some purpose other than being a backup khalil shakir i have him here we talked about him he looked good in relief of isaiah mckenzie I think he can improve to eventually become a better player than McKenzie, but the only question is whether that happens soon and if that happens this year. But yeah. there's a small chance that Kalir has carved out a role 
in the slot with McKenzie. I just want to take shots on guys in this Bills offense pretty much. And guys who are going to be catching the ball from Josh Allen, just take shots, see what happens. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's like a little bit of a prospective ad for me. And that's yeah. pretty much it. Did you have any other ads, man, to add here? Or or was that uh, pretty much wrap it up? Uh, that, that about does it. Um, the only guy that I can think of, you know, Randall Cobb. You know, Aaron Rodgers okay. throwing to him. I guess you could make him maybe um, an ad. He he did he yeah. did well, and it's not like he hasn't been getting targets. We know Aaron Rodgers likes throwing at Randall Cobb, but um, if you're really really in a pinch and need someone to start, I think that that could be a, a spot that you look. Hey, I think that's a that's a really good call out because Randall Cobb his routes have gone up. I I was looking at that yesterday. Um, yeah. He ran a route on sixty three percent of dropbacks. It was a serious. Um, there was a serious rotation with these running backs. He ran yeah. more routes than Romeo Dubs. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he, he had 13 targets, I think, against the, the Giants. And I'm not sure if that's going to stick around. You know, it seems like it's just going to be a carousel, like I said, uh, at, for the Packers receivers. But Randall Cobb looked good. I think he has the chance to be a solid contributor on a weekly basis. He did not run more routes than Romeo Dubs. I'm sorry. I was looking at week one. <laughs> this is week <laughs> three. This is week yeah, yeah. five. Um, Christian Watson got hurt. Right, he has a. I think it was a hamstring injury again, if not mistaken, uh, or, or some sort of injury. He left the game. Um, he only ran nine routes in this game. Yeah, hamstring. Injury. Randall Cobb ended up running twenty nine routes for seventy one percent route participation. Um, that was not the case. He was running under fifty percent uh, the prior <clears throat> weeks. So, uh, you know, I think that's very, very, you know, viable. Twelve targets this past week, thirty three percent target share. Yeah, if you're in a pinch, deep league, do it. Yeah, that'll do that's it, guys. It. We appreciate you. Hope you guys end up getting who you want on waivers. Uh, hope you have enough money uh, in your fab bank account mm-hmm. to get Kenneth Walker. I think it'll drop it'll it all be good for you and your fantasy team. All right. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you soon. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll be back. Buys and sells tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys later. Peace.